Oh, man. You know how you make the best scrambled eggs? You make them the Chef Ramsay style. There's no other way, apparently. Pretty good, pretty good. You get a small, smaller, like, smaller pan, saucepan. You want a saucepan and you want one of those uh, baker's, uh, what are they called? Um, spatulas. The little flexible ones. Anyways, put the eggs in. You put the eggs in all at once, all right? You crack them on... You crack them on a bowl, right, on the side. Put the fucking pan, put the pan on the heat. You put um, a little bit of uh, a little bit of butter, and then you drop the eggs in, and then you start scrambling, 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 scrambling. Actually, it was oil, oil. Sorry, oil. I think that's right. I haven't done it in a while. Scrambling, scrambling. And you never keep you never stop really moving the eggs. You keep moving it. And then you you're you're a minute on the heat and then a minute off the heat. A minute on the heat and then a minute off the heat. And you're, you're scrambling and moving it around, kinda like a risotto. A risotto you always keep moving. You always keep it moving. It's alive is what Chef Ramsey says. And then you add a little bit of butter to cool down the eggs. And you take it off the heat. Keep going. Um, and the thing is you want the eggs to still kind of like, you don't want them to get dry. All right. If you, if they start to get like dry and rubbery, you've gone way too far. Throw that shit away and start over. So within the first like two minutes, I don't know, you put in the butter, butter melts. Then you put a little bit of creme fraiche. I think that's what it's called. <laughs> I never use it. I just use more butter. And then you put it on the heat, off the heat. And eventually, you're going to start getting to the point where it stops almost, no, not, it's going to be kind of wet. What you want, this is how you just, how they describe it, how Tim Ferriss describes it. You want your scrambled eggs a little snotty, you know? Like, uh, yeah, you want it snotty when it, before, when it's on the heat. Take it off the heat, move it around, move it around, still a little snotty, and then you're going to let the rest of the cooking happen with the with with the cooking that happens with the heat that's still that's already in the pan and it's gonna be not super runny but not dry oh it's gonna be beautiful you salt at the very end finish it off with little uh what are they fucking called little onion things little green onions oh man it's a, it's it's 12 a.m. at night. It's midnight, so and I'm very sleepy. But anyway, that's how you make it. So you make the scrambled eggs. All I'm thinking about right now is food. Actually, not really. I'm I'm kind of thinking of 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 sleep now. But earlier I was just thinking of food, specifically pizza. So, oh man, I what I love to watch videos on food. I love uh, Chef's Table. I love YouTube videos just on food. I, I there was this whole period about two months where I got obsessed with uh, with making pizza, and I made all kind. I need New York, I made New York style pizza. I made uh, deep dish pizza, Chicago deep dish pizza, and my uh, and that's my dream. That's not the dream. That's one of the dreams. It's to go um, to go eat 
Chicago style pizza at the at the legit places, and to go to New York and have pizza in every bureau. Brooklyn, Brooklyn. I'm gonna have Lucali's. All right. Apparently, that's the best pizza in all of New York. Nah, I mean, there's several spots. You gotta have several spots. I'm gonna have Lucali's. And and the thing about Lucali's is that they open at 5:45 p.m. every day, and they close at 11 p.m. They the line starts round four i want to get there around three i want to be the first one you put your name on the list for a pizza all right and then you don't get it till later if you're not in line you're not getting pizza they have one table open for reservation one table it's a really small place and this one table is for two people this fucking restaurant is clowning on the whole world if you don't know what clowning means is that they're they're messing with you they're messing with us. Who the fuck has one table for two people? Anyways, the guy who owns the restaurant, he rolls out the pizza with the pizza dough with a uh, with a wine bottle instead of a rolling pin. And apparently, it is to die for this pizza. Um, I want to have best pizza. That's what it, that's what the place is called. Best pizza. Because that guy has this whole series on YouTube. The guy who owns it has a whole series of on YouTube going around the country trying different pizzas. And he's really the one that got me into it. So I want to go try his pizza. I want to go try his pizza. Oh, man. Pizza just, pizza just sounds fucking amazing right now. But Chef Ramsay is, 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 is like my base. My, if I had to choose a sh- an inspiration in the cooking world. It's Chef Ramsay. Why? Because he's he's what I would want to be in a chef. A fucking badass. And <laughs> he's it's not that he it's like not that he tries to be a badass. What makes him is such a badass is his pursuit for excellence. His pursuit for excellence is what makes him who he is, you know? It's it's uh it's why he gets so passionate about the food and why he yells at people because he wants excellence and that's what he's going to get. He wants nothing less. And if people are standing and if his people, the people work for, working for him are messing up, they're standing in his way for of excellence. So he needs to get them in line. I think that's just so badass how fast paced he is in the kitchen as well. And how precise, how precise when you're like, <laughs> when you're watching him cook, not yeah, precise in a way. Yeah, just precise. Precise, that's it. Fucking legend. Oh, man. And the, and certain people inspire me. And also because they've got, they're like, they seem to have their entire life figured out. Chef Ramsay seems to be one of those people to me. There's a few people that, that, um, that I see that way. Chef Ramsay. Uh, Rob Deerdick. Who else? Um, who else? Who else? Uh, Tony Robbins. Who else? Who else? I mean, I'm thinking here. Huh. Mm-hmm. These people. I'm thinking of athletes now. Oh, Joe Rogan. These people seem to have not only figured out what they 
their passion in life. They have one thing, one sector, one, one, one area of life that they own completely. Like they are, that's them. That's their shit. But everything else is really high level as well. From their families to like, it appears the people around them, the community that they have. And the most important part of their families that I see is their relationship with their significant other, their spouse. That's, oh, that's a big one for me. <laughs> and I remember on one episode of um, when I used to watch Hell's Kitchen when I was little, that's that's where my love for Chef Ramsay and food started. I remember there's an episode when Chef Ramsay is, again, clowning on the whole world. <laughs> there's He has all the contestants. It's the first episode of the season. It was like one of the seasons. Like it, was, it wasn't the first season, but... The the show had been running for a while, and he has the contestants, and he's like looking at their food. On the first episode, they make him he makes them cook something for him, and they make a dish, and uh, <laughs> and then he tells them if it's shit or if it's good, they can make whatever they want. And it's usually just trash, and then so he tells everybody that their food is good is is bad or it's all right. And then there's this one lady, this one girl, who he says, who made this? She raises her hand. She's like, that's fucking delicious. And he goes up to her and he's like, what's your name? And he tells her, she tells him. <laughs> he starts going up to her and he's like, you're shy, aren't you? <laughs> he does it so smoothly, it's weird. <laughs> and he just looks at her and he's like, you're, you're, I don't know what he says. He's actually, you're, you're quite cute or something like that. And he just cut. He he gets close to her in front of everyone, and he just he grabs he he slowly grabs her, and he just starts making out with her. <laughs> and everybody, including me, everybody on the on in the show, was like, "What the fuck?" And I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah, but it was his wife. It was his wife. Oh man! Ever since then, I was like, "This guy," and. And what it looks like from what I've seen, he's got his kids and his wife and his whole family just seem really happy. Um, and and one of the common themes amongst these people that I've mentioned is that they really don't put their family out there. Like they completely compartmentalize compartmentalize I think that's how you say it beautifully you know what I mean like they when they go to work they go to work when they're with family they are with family they are sure of what they are doing work is work but it's also what they love and family is family sometimes it mixes together but uh, I guess what I'm trying to say is that I see what I've seen from other people there's some people who try too hard and who give me the vibe. It's just a vibe. It's a vibe that you're trying, but you really don't have it. And and I think it's because you're not trying with pure intention. I don't know. Like some people just don't figure it out. I don't know. 
and I think it's because they're chasing the wrong thing. I think they they want to be someone. Like I was trying to be someone, instead of do, instead of just following and doing what they love just because for no reason at all just because you love it because of the feeling it brings to you oh man yeah and and I have this certainty within me that uh, I'm gonna figure it out yeah I don't know I I think this is my purpose my purpose here is uh not it's to figure it it's to my purpose here I think is to give um everything I can to let it all go let it let it all go um every morning i see i read i read the line um from nothing comes everything there's there's something there uh yeah there's something there just yeah I just I'm gonna figure it I'm figuring it out it's happening it's happening I don't even think I need a reason why I just there's this certainty of and I see it happening I, I see these people um, people who, like, uh, Gordon Ramsay, uh, Joe Rogan, Tim Ferriss, Rob Dyrdek, um, Tony Robbins. I see these people, and I see them, I see a lot of me in them, and them in me. I see, and I see them as peers. I see them as mentors. I see them as mentors, really. But there's a feeling that I'm a peer as well. Like, like, and it's, it's, it's and it's kind of not, it's not an egoistical thing. It's weird. Because I don't want to be, uh, I don't want to be like, no, like I do, I love the way they are, right? But I don't want to be them. Do you get me? I don't want to be the next Tony Robbins. I don't want to be the next Chef Ramsay the, or the next Tim Ferriss or the next Joe Rogan. What I think about all these people is that I think they would all, if you would put them in a room together, would all enjoy 
hanging out together for one night. I th- I think that would be the greatest fucking dinner table ever. <laughs> oh my god. Wow. That'd be the most amazing dinner table ever. And because I think all of them would look at each other and similarly be look at each other in awe. Like, look at this fuck. Look at what he's done. But I mean, all of them would look at each other. You know, not one. There wouldn't be not one of them would be Oh, I'm the best. They would all look at each other and be like, wow, man, how'd you do that? And so none of them are, none of them wanted, you know, were each other. None of them were, were trying to be each other. Some of them were inspired by each other. Like uh, Tim Ferriss was definitely inspired by Tony Robbins growing up. And, and so was Joe Rogan. And so was uh, Rob Dyrdek. But they never sh- wanted to be Tony Robbins. And so they became, they became, they became Rob Dyrdek. And they became, they became Tim Ferriss. And, uh. Joe, you know the tr- the who they were supposed to be, wh- what they had to offer to this world, and they. computer turned off i don't know if it's continued to record well if it did that's fucking crazy and if it didn't um well oh well but i'm back definitely back where where was i yeah none of them are trying to be each other Uh, and that's how i feel i feel inspired by them but not that i'm trying to be like them well i'm trying to be a peer not trying to be i am i feel like i am i just don't know what my area of life is yet but it's coming. I have an area of life. I don't know what it is. And the beautiful thing about it is that I'm going to find it. I'm definitely going to fucking find it. But the beautiful thing about it is the story that I have up to now. Because there are days when I judge my journey thus far. You see, what happened was that in high school, in high school, I went balls deep in my academics. I said, well, I had a goal of being in the top 10. And I said, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to do this shit. I'm going to get the best grades. I'm going to be the best with my grades. And so I did. I was I graduated number three. And I got the best grades. Now, did I learn the most? No. It was about the grade. It was about the grade for me. It was about getting the best grade. And so, but when I got out of out of high school, I realized, I, I realized that, you know, I, I, nothing, I got them, I became number three, like I was number three, ranked number three, but that's it, nothing happened. And so, I was doing it for just, just for the recognition. That's it, that's all I was doing it for. For the number. For the prize. Not because I loved it. Not because I, I even cared about fucking. About what I was learning and stuff. 
It was because of the number. It wasn't, um, it was all about where, uh, about getting there, not the destination. And that fucking sucked at the end. I was like, wow, I could have done so much fucking more with my time. I could have, I could have enjoyed, I could have been like the life of the party. I could have just done other things, joined jujitsu, gotten into martial arts, done some sports. I could have dated more. I could have focused on, on a number of other things. And I chose to focus on this one thing that I really don't give a f- an F about. But, uh, but I did it. So then I go to college, not even knowing if I want to go to college. I mean, I, I kind of, I did, I did want to go to college because it, w- it just felt like the next step. Felt like the next step. Even though I told myself I wanted to be a, an entrepreneur and a billionaire. Again, I, w- I wanted to be someone. I wanted to be it's it's I was ch- it was the same thing it was the same thing I was telling myself it was like when I told myself I wanted to be number three it was it's it was it was using the same premise of wanting to be when I would say I want to be an entrepreneur or a billionaire it was under the same premise of it's it was about getting there I want to get there I just want to be there and that that's uh, on the at the at the end like I want to get the prize already it's not because I love it it's not because well, it's not because of uh, because I'm passionate about it. Well, actually, I do love business. It is the one thing that interests me. So I start doing business, right? I start doing business uh, in business school. And so through my four years of college, I do the opposite. I don't, I mean, I do school and I do well. I focus on getting, on passing and getting good grades, all right grades. But I told myself since the beginning, and I remember this very being very con. I say it, telling myself this very consciously. I will not stress, like I did in high school, ever again. Because I don't even, because this is in my passion. It's not worth it. I'm not gonna stress. I'm not gonna be those students, who, are going to stay up. Super super late. Every night and stress themselves out over an A. What eventually started happening was that I just stopped towards the end. I stopped really um, caring and trying. And and th- and the thing is that in my brain, I'm I just I'm not I'm not gonna fail a class. I'll never fail a class. That's what I I knew about myself. There's no way I'm gonna fail a class because I just won't let it happen. But then I was just in the middle, like getting B's, you know, A minuses. I was cruising towards the end. And at the end, as I'm at the end right now, I want to say that it felt bad. I want to say bad, even doing that. Because although it wasn't what I cared about and what I, what I was here to do, or or, or what I what I feel like, it, it's not my passion to be in school. It is what I was. It is what I'm doing right now. It is what I am right now, a student. 
it is what is in front of me. It was my reality, right? And I just, I didn't give myself 100% to it. And that, that, that felt bad. Felt bad. It felt, I felt that right now, I mean, I'm okay with it. I'm at peace with it. But I felt like last week, like, why the fuck did you even bother doing it if you weren't going to do it 100%? And, and, and so, so I was reflecting on this last week and I understood towards the end of last week why it was necessary to go that way because four years of high school taught me you put, you put in work towards getting something towards just the result, right? Towards doing something because of something, because For for our, for some end result. You know what I mean? If you're only focused on the end result, if that's your only focus, that's not what you want. That's it. It doesn't feel good. However, if you go through life, always telling yourself, and this was this was my college years, telling yourself that where you are is not where you are supposed to be, and. And you stop trying because you feel like you know the the best path. You know the only path. You know, you, you feel like you know you are all powerful and you know that for certain, you, you think for certain that this isn't the path that is going to lead you to happiness. So you stop trying. Um, and you just say, I'm just going to wait. I'm going to wait until this is over. Then that feels equally as bad. You got to accept your reality. You got to accept where you are and accept that in front of you is the opportunity to be who you you want to be. To be, it's actually... You are being the opp- you're being given the opportunity to already be who who um who you think you who you think you truly are, but you think you need something some other condition or some other circumstance to be. And so for me, you've, you've already heard I've had all have all these um. I see myself being this this a certain person. And in college for some reason I I would tell myself I'm not supposed to be in college or I'm, this isn't what I'm this isn't what's going to take me to where I want to go so I'm not going to try. I'm just going to wait it out. I'm just going to wait it out. Now of course there would be moments uh there'd be periods where I would forget about I thankfully I would forget about that mentality and I was I would just be so immersed with what I was doing. And it, w- it was during my study abroad periods and, and when I was out with friends or doing something new, learning some new skill. And I was just so immersed in the in what I was in the skill that I was loving it. Then then I was uh, being I was I was being who. <laughs> All 
right. I don't know what happened there. Um, yeah, I was talking about yeah those those periods of study abroad let let me allowed me to be um, allowed me to get out of that stupid mindset of I'm not supposed to be here in college. And uh, and those were where I, where I really learned. Those were where the where I I continued on with my journey. You know, you're I'm on this journey, and when I would start thinking I'm not supposed to be here journey would kind of start getting a little bumpy and the progress would start slowing down but once i forgot about that stupid mentality and i and and i let the study abroad take me take me just i just i am i let the experience i was so immersed in the experience then the journey would continue it was like oh i stopped resisting oh you gotta now you're out of your own way all right now we continue faster so what i've been trying to say what i'm trying to say with all this my point is, my point is that this is all fucking beautiful. This is beautiful of what I've learned in the past eight years. Because you don't do it, you don't, uh, on, on one end, I, I focus completely on something just because of the result. So uh, that wasn't the answer. And then on the other end, I allowed my circumstance I said that the circumstance that I'm in wasn't right for me and 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 then I stopped trying so it's neither it's neither I'm not gonna do either again I'm not gonna do either again everything I do from now on has to be a fuck yeah or a no it has to excite me so much it has to excite me that's it it has to excite me it has to be yes it has to be a fuck yeah. It can't be a just a okay. Okay, sure. It has to be a fuck yeah or a no. And that's how I'm gonna <clears throat> when I do it. When I now that that's how I'm going to be sure that I can give my all to it. Just I'm just gonna do what I what excites me relationships girls it has to be a fuck yeah it has to be a fuck yeah if it's your girl it has to be a fuck yeah or not a oh okay she's all right it has to be a fuck yeah fucking uh, job opportunity has to be a fuck yeah let's fucking go but i'm in search for excellence myself i'm in search for excellence and and uh And, and another big part of it is that not only am I in search for excellence, but I'm in search. I think I've, I was thinking about this in yoga. I think I'm, I, I was brought here. I was, I was brought here to give everything, to give everything. I was visualizing. It was weird. I had a little visualization at the end of my, of my yoga session today. I um, finished yoga and I visualize, I, I saw the, these thoughts came up that I was thinking my body is 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 the vehicle that's carrying me and it's it's been brought i've been brought here to offer me to the entire to the world that's it to give myself to the world and who is me it's it's who's inside this body it's being carried by this body and i have to give it all i think that's why that quote and from nothing comes everything and give it all to what caesar give it all to the things that excite me 
to everything that excites me. Not, I don't have to try to be somebody. I don't have to try to give because I'm already equipped to give. That's all I'm here for to do. So what I what I need to allow, I just need to allow myself to give. How do I do that? I follow the fuck yeah. Where's the fuck yeah? Where's the next fuck yeah? And I do it 100%. I don't, I don't let, uh, knowing that, that because I chose to go with the fuck yeah, I chose, I already chose the exciting thing, the thing that excited me. Okay. This is the path. I don't know how it's going to turn out, but I know this is the path. And, and, and probably not a lot. There's probably been nobody that's had the, that there hasn't been anybody that's had this path. But by following the fuck yeah and doing it 100%, doing it to, my, to the best of my ability, giving my all to it, to whatever it is, a relationship or a job opportunity or or fucking cooking a new meal or doing some romantic gesture for another girl that excites me. All of this at the end, years from now, is going to be a, a path and a road that people are going to look at. Kind of like a when you look at a successful entrepreneur or... Or like Chef Ramsay, you know, you look at everything he did and you're like, oh, so that's a path to become one of the greatest chefs in the world. Right. But when Chef Ramsay was doing it, it, it um, I mean, I think at, at a lot of points he could have stopped them and said, oh, don't do that. Don't do that because no other chef has ever done that. So you might want to think about it twice. I know it really excites you, Chef Ramsay, but um. But yeah, go 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 do this this other thing that this other really famous French chef did, because that will lead you to to where you want to go to success. And I know it doesn't really excite you that much, but it's the safe bet. So I'm carving this path. I'm carving this path. That um. I know I have this calmness within me. It's going to leave me to my peers. It's going to leave me to my peers. And that's it. It's going to be a fun time. I think I'm in for a wild ride. I've been on a wild ride. And it's only going to get wilder and wilder. I'm open to to any and all surprises. Knowing that each surprise is another new unique it's another unique part of my uh of my journey and what is important is the perspective that I take on with each surprise and the mentality that I choose to move forward with after the surprise It's all that matters. Nobody's ever done it, Caesar. Nobody's ever done it that way. Nobody's ever done it. Turns into 
So how did you, how did you, how did you do it? How did you do it? Well, I did this and this and this. And at any point, did you not think, did you think that it was going to work? That it wasn't going to work? Yeah. Actually, I was surprised when it worked. (laughs) I was surprised when it worked. So how much of it do you think was luck? And how much of it do you think was, was, uh, was it talent or your, your ability to get it done? I think it was all talent, all my ability to get it done. I mean, of course, there's luck. I mean, what what is what is luck? There's uh, luck is just. But I mean, there is no luck if you don't have the right mentality, right? If you never go for the constantly go for the things that excite you, then there is no luck. You know, you always have this crappy mentality. Even if you're lucky. It's not going to take you very far. And even if it does, even if you win a million dollars, I mean, even then it's not going to take you far. You'll end up right back where you were with your crappy mentality. But the way you view the world, I think, is, is under your control, and that's what controls at the end. You, you need both. You need the circumstances. And the, but the circumstances, I feel like, are unlimited. The, the luck. I feel like the luck's unlimited. It just comes in different ways. I guess you could say you're lucky in the fact that it happened the way it happened. But it could have happened another way that would have been equally as crazy, but just completely and totally different. So is it luck? Yeah. Luck as in that it happened the way it happened. But it was going to happen somehow. I was going to get there somehow. I was going to get to the fulfillment. Fulfillment. All right. It's time to go to sleep. <sighs> Good talk. Good chat. Good chat.